Let's have some fun today on this Friday episode of Locked On Spurs and take a look at some Locked On Spurs YouTube fan questions and statements. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked on Spurs right here on the Locked on NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 Sanitary. Glad to have you back. TJF, everybody. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to be looking at some Locked on Spurs YouTube questions, comments, opinions on a variety of topics uh, about your silver and black. So we're going to pick about two to four of them. Uh, and get our guests uh, to react to them or even help me answer some of the questions the fans have left right here on Locked On Spurs. And speaking of Locked On Spurs, we are part of the Locked On NBA Network. Everywhere you can find us, pick a platform. Uh, iTunes, Locked On Spurs is there. YouTube, Locked On Spurs is there. Ken's 5 Plus app, it's on there too. Spotify, pick a platform. Locked On Spurs can be found everywhere you're looking for your silver and black information but before we go ahead and bring in our guest just a quick quick chat with me so i'm starting to see fans are starting to get a little more hyped for the season little by little they're counting down the days you're seeing the countdown memes on uh social media you're seeing so much happening right now and it's brewing it's brewing and look the spurs just recently announced that media day will be on october 2nd that's right around the corner you're starting to feel it are you um and but as this season goes on you want to maintain this energy it's a long 82 game season and yes the spurs are going to have their ups they're going to have their downs they're going to have their in-betweens they're going to go on a winning streak they're going to go on a losing streak Wimby's going to have great games he's going to have bad games so yeah that patience patience is going to be key once again this new season and sure i get it spurs fans want to see this team already wrecking shop and Knocking on the door of the playoffs, not the play-in, but hey, that's going to take time. And that's something that I think Spurs fans have forgotten about when Wimby was picked. When GM Brian Wright says he's on his own path, we're going to see this team come together on their own and make it what it will. That doesn't shut the door that this is the team they're going to go with the future. This is just the team they're going to look at for the short term to see if maybe adjustments need to be made. Look, I've heard this before. You remember when it was like the next core three, it was going to be Lonnie Walker and Derek White and DeJounte Murray. And what did we hear from Brian Wright? Same thing. We're going to see them develop and grow together. And guess what? They're all gone now. They're all gone now. Uh, Josh Primo is another one. Okay, put aside what he did off the court, but on the court, you heard it too. You know, he were, he's going to take his time. So when that's the same approach the Spurs are going to be doing with the Wimby and the core uh, that they have on this current roster. Don't be surprised if some big changes happen, just as we've seen in the past. In the recent history, I mentioned three players that many Spurs fans probably thought that would never get traded. DeJounte's an all-star. Why would they trade him? Look at Derek White. He's our best guard on this team. Lonnie Walker, freakish athleticism, but they're all gone now. So... You got to keep that in mind. This team is still in flux. This team is still rebuilding. They're going to be rebuilding around Wemby. And here's the other thing, too. We still don't know how Wemby's going to pan out. He's a lot of hype right now, but let's see what he can do on the NBA stage first 
And then I think that's the approach the Spurs are going to take. You know, he's probably going to get bullied and pushed around a lot and tested. Hopefully he will pass those tests. And I think he will. The Spurs definitely got themselves the next generational player. And good thing he is wearing silver and black. Let's go ahead and bring in our guest. He is Joe Garcia with Two Shots Podcast. Now, in case anybody's wondering why we're not on video today, this was actually Joe coming off the bench like Mono Ginobili. We had a previous guest scheduled for today. Unfortunately, he had to cancel. And unfortunately, Joe is at work right now, and he made it very clear he cannot come on camera. He's at work, but he can do audio. So, Joe, we appreciate you being flexible and working with us and coming off the bench for us. Yeah, of course, man. You do the same for me, Jeff. So got to return the favor. You know, I'm always here. Put me in the game, coach. <laughs> there you go. He is with the Two Shots podcast, and he's also with the Alamo City Sports uh, uh, podcast or network, I should say, on YouTube. He's going to talk about that later on this show. And as noted, Joe is short on time. So we're going to respect that, and we're going to have some fun right now. Joe, I've never done this before. You do this on your YouTube show where you interact with fans, you take fan questions. And I was watching you do that on your last episode uh, on YouTube. And I said, you know what? I think I want to try that uh, on the next episode of Lockdown Spurs. I think this would have probably been on a Monday episode, but because our guest had to cancel, original guest canceled, I just bumped it up. So what we're going to be doing today, everybody, is taking a look at some fan YouTube comments left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. Now, these can be questions. These can be uh, fan general thoughts. They can be, you know, you know some, some bad ones, too. Yeah, there are some negative ones that... Some fans are not buying into the hype of this upcoming uh, Spurs season and roster. Make sure to follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. So, Joe, let's dive into this. Let's take a look at a couple, couple of YouTube comments left on the Spurs, the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. And uh, here we go. The first left comment on Lockdown Spurs is from Luis Cesar Vargas. He says, I don't think the administration is doing much to start building around Victor Wembanyama yet. So he left that on the, the lockdown page there on YouTube, Joe. Joe, you are the guest. I'll let you react to that. Do you think the Spurs administration is doing much or not doing much to start building around Victor? I think what they're going to what they're going to want to do is they're going to want to kick the tires to see what they have right now in this young core. And the thing is, this is the start of the Wemby era. So with that being said, when you go back and you look at Spurs history, when the Spurs winded up uh, drafting David Robinson, he came in two years later. He had a tremendous impact, but the Spurs needed to go ahead and get uh, to a certain you know, point so they could be competitive. It's a process. So it's coming. But the thing is, brace yourselves, because sometimes you might have to say goodbye to some of your fan favorites. Yeah, and we... I understand where you're coming from, but I think you're probably asking too much too soon right now because who knows, perhaps this current roster may work with Victor. What if their rebuild, Joe, is actually just developing chemistry? I, mean, I In my opinion, and, and as well as for you, uh, Luis, I believe that Sohan is a good compliment to Wimby. I think Zach Collins is a good compliment to Wimby. I think Keldon and Devin are good compliments. Maybe that build around Victor is just simply developing chemistry with some of the players they have right now. And here's the thing, too. A lot of those players, uh, Joe, that we're talking about right now with Sohan and, and Vassell and Keldon and Zach and other players like Trey and Malachi, they're going to have to adjust their 
way of playing too because it's all about Wimby now. So remember last year, Joe, it was heavy, heavy minutes for all of these guys. Well, guess what? All those heavy minutes and touches are going to be diverted now to Wimby. So that's going to be their adjustment process too. So, uh, Luis, I, I see what you're trying to get at, but I think the Spurs would do themselves a disservice to kind of blow it up again. I think that would be the wrong approach so early in the Wimby era, Joe. Your thoughts? Yeah, that's the thing is that you have to be patient. You know, things don't always uh, happen instantaneously. And I think that's going to be the the thing that's going to happen this upcoming season. You're going to have to be a little patient. Moves will be made possibly even this season. But for right now, I think they're just wanting to look and see what they have. They're going to start the they're going to start the season with the core that we've already grown accustomed to. But one thing that you need to pay attention to Spurs fans is if the Spurs start going ahead and listening or uh, entertaining any trades that involves their, their, let's say their veterans, that might signal a way that the Spurs want to go. And that could actually signal maybe they still want to go ahead and be a lottery team and, you know, go and draft some, some picks in this upcoming draft, meaning they might, they know that they're probably not going to get number one again, who knows, you know, lightning could strike twice, but if they want to go ahead and, you know, entertain that idea, they might go ahead and, and make that move and, start getting getting let's say seeing what they can get for their veterans but just something to keep an eye on take could take a look at it you know spurs fans want some moves to be made and if they make that move that signals the direction of the team yeah exactly now we're not done taking a look at a few locked on spurs youtube comments and questions when we get back we're gonna look at about about two or three more and see what the fans are saying right here on locked on spurs hello there Hey everybody, I want to talk to you about bird dogs. Look, you want to look good, you want to feel good, you want to be cool in these hot days, you need to get yourself bird dogs right now. So what bird dogs does is basically they design uh, some stretch khaki shorts and they're designed to fit a little slimmer, you know, make you look good through the thigh, through the leg. And uh, it's a perfect a way to uh, get through these hot summer days with some bird dog khakis. Now, bird dog shorts, they do exactly the same thing as Lululemon, but just fit way better. Uh, they fix that issue with inventing kind of like a cloud knit fabric. It looks like khaki, but stretches. It gives you a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. They also use an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Look, I have a pair of sh those khaki shorts. I got a pair of the sweatpants. They fit great. I use them constantly, and guess what? They keep me cool and dry. I use them at the gym. Uh, keeps me cool and dry there. No nastiness with me when I go to the gym wearing my Bird Dog shorts, khakis. Hey, you want to go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. Enter promo code LockedOnNBA. Get yourself a free Yeti-style tumbler. I have one. Get yourself one right now. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or promo code LockedOnNBA for that free Yeti-style tumbler. You don't want to take your bird dogs off, I promise you. Hello there. And we are back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast and the YouTube show Alamo City Sports Podcast. Uh, we're going to be uh, discussing that and more. But on today's episode, Joe and I are looking at some fan comments and questions and whatnot that have been left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. So let's go in and continue that and make sure you follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. All right, we have another one. This is from John Blackman, Joe. He says, it's a good thing that he, Wimbayama, comes with that attitude. 
Wimby sees himself as a winner. Now, he's reacting to Wimby's recent statement about trying to get the Spurs team into the playoffs in his rookie season. Uh, first of all, you know, what else is Wimby going to say? You know, he's not going to say, well, I think we should tank or I think we should bottom out. He ain't going to say that. But, Joe, what are your thoughts about Wimby coming in with that winning attitude and what John has seen out of Wimby so far? I mean, it's good to see Wimby, you know, have this winning attitude and say the right things. He already sounds like, you know, your stereotypical Spurs player. However, yep. you know, saying things and actually having them come to fruition are two totally different aspects mm -hmm. of, of the game, you know. And I, I, I appreciate his enthusiasm. I really do. But at the end of the day, you just gonna have to you're just gonna have to appreciate the product that's out there. I'm not gonna be over here overly critiquing everybody, you know, because it's a new era in in, in in Spurs history right now. It's the Wemby era. So we just gonna have to we're just gonna have to go and see what happens. But regardless of whether they win, they lose, they're a lottery team or they're flirting with the play-in, I'm just gonna enjoy the ride. And I think Spurs fans should as well. Enjoy the the very beginning of the Wemby era. Absolutely. And and look, uh I'm glad that he is setting the tone for this young team. And I say young I loosely because there are veterans now. I think we can safely say Kelt is not a young NBA player. He's entering year five. Same thing goes for uh, Vassell. I believe he went into year four, I believe. So they're already starting to have their veterans. Zach Collins, he's part of that mix too. Uh, Doug McDermott. Who else we got? Uh, the Spurs have. Um, City Osmond as of now. That's another vet on the roster. So they, the core may be young on, in NBA standards, but I, I think if he, Wimby, is starting to infuse this type of winning mentality, might as well do it now, start off on the right foot, set the tone. If he is going to be that franchise player, then come in with the right comments. Now, you know, to clarify, you know, Wimby did say that he does feel like it'll take time for the Spurs to postseason and beyond titles. So at least he's being reasonable. But, Joe, let me ask you, would you be surprised if the Spurs do make the postseason in his rookie season? I would I would say I would be surprised if they do make the playoffs in his rookie season. You know, I mean, it would be a, a, a welcome surprise. Let's put it like that. You know, that means that the team is playing at a very high level if that is the scenario that we might be looking at in the upcoming season. I mean, I would be say that they went ahead and um, – exceeded expectations at that point now would just be ecstatic you know and i'm sure the whole city would be excited and erupting and it's going to be let's go honking down commerce and we're going to see the resurgence of the bootleg merchandise and the flags and oh, yeah. you know, good times jeff good times i'm looking forward to that at some point but again like i said you know i'm just going to have the wait and see attitude and just enjoy it for what it is you know the beginning of the Wemby era all right our next comment comes from Safe Space Invader. I love that uh, name because I'm a big nerd and so is Joe. Um, he says, they, the Spurs, have young players, draft picks for years and expiring contracts, and I hope they make a trade. It'll be impossible for them to draft first-round picks over the next three to four years. That is almost a whole other team. They need to trade some of those at some point. Now, thank you for the comment, Safe Space Invader, but let me let me, let me address that. I would not be surprised, nor you should be surprised if that does happen because, I mean, Joe, safe space invader, what has Brian Wright been doing? He's been flipping players for the bulk of his tenure here in San Antonio. He traded DeJounte. He traded Derek. He traded Bryn Forbes. He traded Drew Eubanks. He, you know, got over one on the Hawks. You know, the, the list goes on and on. He's been 
at trading. I haven't seen this type of this many trades since Trader Bob, Bob Bass back in the day, Joe. It's been a long time. So I think that is probably on the on the table if they want to get the Wimby era going uh, smoothly, where they need to uh, flip players for available uh, all-stars or more draft picks or simply packaging guys together so they can get a uh, quality players or better players to fit in with the Wimby era. I think that'll happen. Uh, Joe, they have – the Spurs have tons of draft picks. I'm, I'm expecting them to still be – major wheeler and dealers in trade deadline scenarios, draft day scenarios. What do you think? Yeah, I think they, they're probably going to be in the conversation. I mean, they do have a lot of assets that some teams will find attractive as far as their picks go. And, you know, they do have some savvy, savvy veterans on the, t- on the team. If, in fact, another team wants to go ahead and make a trade and the Spurs want to go in that direction to go ahead and stack more picks, because, you know, let's be honest, injuries will happen. So, again, something to definitely keep an eye on and see, what direction is the team going to go in? Are they going to keep the vets and roll with the team they have? Or are they going to go ahead and make some trades and kind of be a lottery team? It'd be interesting to see how the how the season pans out for them. Yeah, I, I think perhaps outside of Wimby, maybe Sohan, you know, but don't be surprised if some of your other favorite players uh, are get involved in trade rumors or get flipped. I mean, how many times did we see that uh, when DeJounte was still a spur? They're not going to trade him. They are dumb. He's their a rising star. He's their all-star. And what happened? Flipped them. So that should tell you a lot that perhaps uh, any player outside of Wimby and maybe Sohan, maybe Devin, uh, are not that untouchable. Our next comment comes from Tom Martinez. He left this comment on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. He says, 22-win team and worst defense in the NBA. Yeah, two or more years. So, Joe, Tom is projecting the Spurs to have a 22-win season and the worst defense in the NBA next year. Buying or selling that? The worst defense? I don't think they're going to have the worst defense. I think they're going to have a a pretty decent defense. Now, the issue is I don't think they're going to have the firepower to match up with the opposing teams, especially some of the better teams in the Western and Eastern Conference. I think the Spurs are going to be able to be competitive, but they're still lacking a few weapons here specifically. And again, it's not a knock on, on, on Trey Jones, but specifically the weakness right now, the point guard position. Yeah, yeah, I know that is the quote-unquote weakest spot, but you, I made it very clear. I'm a big fan of Trey Jones. I, I think he provides exactly what this team needs, and they're going to look at the undersized player that he is, the outside shot. But it's I look at it in a kind of like a weight scale system, you know, thing where, okay, there's all these pros, but look at all these cons or like all these cons, look at all these pros. I still see more pros than cons out of Trey Jones. And he has a very team-friendly deal. I think he brings a lot of value to this team. But, you know, to address Tom's comment here, I disagree. I don't think it'll be a 22-win team. I think they're going to be pushing mid-30s, maybe high-30s. Worst defense in the NBA, come on. Wimby's coming. Did you forget about Sohan? Did you forget about other players at defense like Devin Vassell? There's another good defender. So I don't think they'll be the worst defense in the NBA. Joe, Tom, I think they'll probably be one of the better ones. I'm not going to be surprised if they're a top 10 defensive team, Joe. I mean, you think Wemby alone just boosts them tremendously. Your thoughts? Yeah, de- definitely he boosts them as far as their defense goes. But again, 
how well are they going to be from the offensive perspective? You know, they're great in the open court, but when teams go ahead and kind of press the issue, get them in a half court set, you know, and kind of slow things down for them, they become a little bit more methodical in their offensive, let's say, uh, execution. You know, it gets harder for them once they go ahead and start double, triple teaming some of their better players. They're forced to make, you know, bad shots or they start making, you know, uh, let's say bad decisions with the ball. And those usually turn into turnovers going the other way for for an easy dunk or or a quick layup. So we're going to we're going to have to see how the experience level is for this young team and if they can go ahead and rectify some of the wrongs that they had last season. Mm -hmm. Our next comment comes from Apollo 24 ZZ. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about, Trey Jones. He says, Blake Wesley, my guy. I want him to get a clear shot before talking about another point guard. Are we forgetting about Blake Wesley? I don't think so. And I think he will get his shot to you know, prove himself as a viable option at the point guard spot. I mean, the Spurs just did you know, release campaign. I mean, that was huge. I was a little surprised about that. I thought campaign would be with the Spurs until at least the all-star break trade deadline. But I think that was a clear message to the other players at that position that, hey, the door's still wide open. It's not shut, which I think would make for great training camp battles. You know, I would love to see what Blake Wesley can do, you know, backing up Trey Jones. Will Blake Wesley likely spend a little time in Austin? I think so. Maybe not as much as he did last year. But do you think Blake Wesley would get that clear shot uh, as a viable option at point guard as Apollo is hoping? Ah, man, I... I you know, the kid is, he's, he shows potential, but he, there's still some seasoning that he needs. He needs some experience. He needs some playing time. And I think, you know, he'll probably get that, but it's not going to be specifically with the San Antonio Spurs. It might be more in the, the Austin Spurs, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. He's a, a work in progress, a progress. And we're going to have to see how he looks. Remember the other works in progress. They're no longer here. You know, <laughs> so Lonnie Walker's off playing with another team. Yeah, you know, well. and, and that's the thing is that when you go ahead and draft, there's always these, you know, I guess, promising young athletes. They show promise. But at the end of the day, you just have to see what what's in the best interest of the team moving forward. And if the team thinks they're as far along as they need to be, I think that same thing could be said for Blake Wesley. Yeah. By the way, Apollo 24 ZZ also says that, he, that, that they're not a fan of the Cowboys. Boo. What what fan he is? I hope he's not a Bears fan. Oh, I I don't know. Maybe he does have a bear. It looks like a bear logo for his uh, comment uh, photo there. Well, then pour some out for him if he is a Bears fan, man. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. He could be just a nerd like you and me and just like bears, animated bears, but we don't know. But yeah, I think Blake Wesley does have a viable shot. I think, again, campaign gone. That's huge. That's Blake Wesley. That's Sohan. That's uh, Julian Champagny, hello. You know, you guys are up front and center now. See what you could do. I think the sprouting point guard, if they go the traditional route, uh, is Trey Jones's to lose right now. But man, what a battle to back him up between Wesley and Champagny and maybe Malachi. Who knows? I don't think Malachi is a great distributor, but nevertheless, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We're going to see what happens. But, hey, we're not done talking when we get back. Uh, Joe and I are going to continue our talking about your silver and black. Catch up with some Spurs news and notes and much, much more right here on Lockdown Spurs. Autobots, 
Roll out. Missing that syrup for your pancakes, or you just ran out of your favorite creamer? With DoorDash Delivery Groceries, you can get what you want right when you need it. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. If you burnt that last piece of toast, avocado's gone bad, or the hot sauce is an empty bottle, try groceries from DoorDash. You get whatever you want delivered when you need it right to your door. Need fresh groceries for the week, but you don't have time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. Everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. Now you can trust them to get your groceries delivered at Ashley's Delivers to you. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Want even more values? Well, you can save on your groceries and rest fa- restaurant favorites with zero buck delivery fee on eligible orders with Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer service, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to 20 bucks, no minimal subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Autobots, roll out. I want to talk to you about Muslinger Drive Through Coffee, locally owned, a proud sponsor of Locked On Spurs right here in San Antonio, located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive. That's in the Stone Oak area if you're in San Antonio, 281-1604. You want to go there right now. Great menu, dairy alternatives. They have the signature Muslinger coffee, which is espresso and caramel. I mean, it is just delicious. you got to get that. And over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. That's how much love Muslinger gets. And it's becoming a very well-known spot to go get a coffee or a drink to give you a boost during the day. They have a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt series, and exactly what it sounds like. It's going to get you through the day, give you that lightning energy you need. And they also have the Alien, which is in honor of Victor Wimbayama's arrival in San Antonio. It's a full can of Red Bull, Kiwi, Apple, all mixed together. Very delicious. They also have the Sub-Zero. For those UTSA fans in San Antonio, that is in honor of Frank Harris. Go get it right now. And how can we forget about the OGOJ? That is the Orange Julius string back when it was popular in the 70s, 80s. What's back in San Antonio? You don't have to go to the old school Ingram Park Mall anymore to look for it. You don't have to hunt for it. Just go to Muslingers right now. As for the OGOJ, the recreated Orange Julius only at Muslingers. Look, you can find Muslingers everywhere on Threads, and TikTok, YouTube. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not YouTube, but uh, you know their Instagram page. I mean, they are everywhere. You can find them at Muslinger, S-A-T-X. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu. So many alternatives to coffee on that menu. Many donuts if you want to get a little snack going. Friendly staff. Everybody loves Muslingers. I guarantee you, you will love it too. Once again, 24 Oaks Drive. Open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. It's going to bring in our guest. He is Joe Garcia, Two Shots Podcast, and much more. He'll talk about that in just a few minutes. And once again, uh, Joe is coming off the bench a la Mano Ginobili. We had original guests, uh, could not make it, but Joe cannot be on video today because he is at work. And as a matter of fact, yeah, we took a long pause for Joe a little while ago because he had to get some phone calls in. But uh, we got to give you a nice pat on the back, Joe, for stepping up 
right now. So, Joe, because we know you're short on time, let's go ahead and tackle some Spurs news and notes. And the first one is Panini has revealed their first ever one of one. Yes, the only one made of a Victor Wimbayama card, the rookie card. Now, it's in a Spurs uniform. Looks like he's going up for a dunk. But, Joe, that card sold for over $5,000 for you, Joe. That's nothing, right? You were the mystery buyer, weren't you? Admit it. You were the guy who bought it, weren't you? Not by a long shot, man. I'm not ordering steaks on silver platters here, man, so I don't got that kind of (laughs) coin. But, I mean, I mean – Wimby, Wimby cards are selling like for a lot of money right now. My big fear, Joe, is they bought it like perhaps they don't retain value. Like, uh, you know, knock on wood, nothing happens to Wimby. But if something does happen to Wimby, you know, that that's a that's a that's, that's a little scary uh, in, investment, huh, Joe? Oh, yeah, no doubt. But I mean, hey, you got to spend big to to earn some big coins. So, I mean, that that guy, whoever went ahead and bought that card, that's a gambler, man. Uh, I, I I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Have you ever spent a lot of money on a sports memorabilia item that you always wanted, like that kind of that kind of cash? No, man. We would just make trades when I was younger. Like if there was a card you absolutely had to have, and one of your boys had it, mm-hmm. you would barter. You know, you had cards. You know, we used to collect a lot of baseball and basketball cards back in the day. Football cards, comic books, all sorts of stuff. So if there's something you needed to have, man, you would make a trade. You would make it work. In other Spurs news, the Spurs have cut their roster down by one. Guard Javante McCoy is no longer with the San Antonio Spurs, but doesn't mean he's out of the Spurs family. Remember, he signed an Exhibit 10 deal that will likely push him to the Austin Spurs. So you'll be able to see him uh, develop, hopefully, into a quality San Antonio player down the road. In other Spurs news, Joe, the Spurs did announce uh, recently their promotional schedule. For next season. So those are your theme nights, you know, like your Star Wars night or your 80s night or your 90s night. All that is out already. And it looks like it's going to be a fun-filled calendar for Spurs fans to enjoy. There's going to be obviously opening night, Veterans Night, Hispanic Heritage Night. Uh, They're also going to have Box Out Cancer Night. Probably a lot more coming ahead, Fan Appreciation Night. Joe, but at least initially, I'm a little worried. doesn't look like they're going to have a Star Wars night. They've been having that for a few seasons now. Joe, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little worried as a big nerd. I, I need to have my Star Wars night. Well, I mean, they're having other themed nights. I did not see on the on the docket, though, a yeah. Star Wars themed night. So much to well, the Remember they had, didn't the Spurs have a, a Selena night a couple years ago? Yeah, they did have a Selena night, but I know you're looking forward to the Star Wars night. You know, the oh, only man. thing that, that stinks for you is that since you're a member of the media, if they're handing out any swag that day, no, unfortunately, no. you're not going to be able to get it. But maybe if you go to the game and you're covering it, maybe you can go ahead and snag one of the T-shirts that's a Spurs slash Star oh, Wars yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, those, those are fun, yeah. So they're going to have a lot of theme nights. Now, there's a, if you look on the calendar, there's a lot of nights called the City Night. So a lot of people are like, well, what are the City Nights? Well, those are nights where there's going to be games geared towards the in-season tournament. So, for example, on November 10th versus Minnesota, that's a City Night. November 20th, that's a City Night versus Kawhi and the Clippers. So... That's just really just all about the in-season tournament. Those are games that go towards that tournament, the seeding and whatnot. So expect that and more. 
And uh, yeah, it looks like it's shaping up to be a great, great night. Joe, this was fun. I like it, uh, taking on Spurs fans' questions, comments, and thoughts from YouTube. I think I'm going to do it again. I think I'm going to do it again soon. Oh, yeah, it's always fun to do that. We're going to do something similar as well, but I think we're going to we're going to have them uh, give us their their biggest and the best hot takes, and they'll be rewarded because we'll play some of those on the on the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Joe. Speaking of shows, what's going on with Two Shots and the YouTube show you got going? Oh, the YouTube show we had to dial things back a little bit. We're on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but we're going to have other shows taking that Tuesday, Thursday time slot. One of those shows was the Fantasy God Extra Point, which aired today. Uh, probably next Tuesday, you're going to have yours truly. I'm going to be doing a live stream of the Two Shots podcast, so look forward to that. And we're probably going to be recording an episode this week, so look forward to a new episode dropping over the weekend. Absolutely, and again, follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Hey, well, thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. We'll be back next week, Monday, talking all things Spurs. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and leave your comments. Now that we're going to be addressing these YouTube comments, leave us your thoughts. Tell us what you think about the season ahead, the Wimby era, the likes, dislikes about your Spurs. We want to hear it all and read them on the next time we do this right here on Lockdown Spurs. Uh, Spotify, Apple, I mean, the list goes on and on. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs and the rest of the Lockdown Podcast Network show from the NFL side to the MLB side and the NBA side. It's all covered there. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.